What's up, everybody? It is Blunt Talk episode number 34. Uh, it is me again, Taylor Harp from Respect My Region. Uh, and today I got another Bay Area Connect with Double O joining me in the building. Well, not in the building, but in the virtual building. Y'all know what I meant. <laughs> um, and I'm actually really excited. Tope is the one who uh, introduced me to who you were. So I'm excited to connect with you today. Thanks for joining me. No, definitely. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so today for the blend of the week, um, I got these honey wraps that I still had from last week, although this is coming undone right now and really kind of pissing me off. Um, but I rolled up, uh, I randomly went into work the other night um, just to cop some more weed because I had smoked all mine. And uh, I had found the peanut butter jelly breast strain from Goldleaf Gardens had hit our shelf and it had almost sold out <coughs> while I was on my weekend. And so I had to go pick this up. Shout out Goldleaf. <coughs> I'm going to cough hella hard right now for some reason. Um, but if you y'all out there have been watching my blunt talk series, um, a few weeks back, I interviewed Relby free and I, um, rolled up a blunt that week, which was peanut butter crunch, um, with a cherry pie strain. And I rolled it up because when those are rolled up together, it tastes like a goddamn peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Um, and so I found this peanut butter jelly breath, which I think is going to do it even better. I took a bong toke of it earlier, Loki, and it does have that kind of like nutty, but sweet, berry kind of flavor to it. Um, so I'm hoping this really is like eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So I'm going to go ahead and spark this up. Um, but what's up? Do you smoke often? What's your, like, what's your habits? Do you not smoke? What's up? Man, what? When it comes, I smoke every day. All, uh, it does help, help me with my creative process. Um, but it's just like, I'm sure any person that, you know, type of weed smoking, it's either you enjoy this, the way it make you feel. Maybe you just enjoy this out there and the way they make you feel. I'm just one of the fans. So I just like to try different different stuff that I always pick but I just enjoy it in it for sure for sure you are cutting out in and out a little bit I think it might be the airpods uh is there do you think you can do it without them let's see if that helps yeah for sure can you hear me yeah, sure, let's go. see. It might it might still be a little wonky, but let's see. Um, as long as we can hear each other, I think it'll be fine, and we'll just work with it. That's the problem, and and sometimes with the doing it online, but whatever, we'll still take advantage right. of this opportunity to connect. So, but yeah, that already no, seems definitely. a little bit better. Um, sometimes it fights with the technology. Um, but word, uh, I am very much so. I've been a, a habitual daily smoker. Um, since I was, uh, God, 15, 16 years old, maybe. Um, I started way earlier than that, but it wasn't until like 15, 16 years old where I really started like every single day I'd be smoking. So, um, yeah, I find that it helps me with a lot of things with a lot of creativity as well, which is why I like to smoke a lot. Um, but do you find that it helps you get into the creative mindset at all? 
Um, it does. Um, sometimes like, you know, before I edit or get really into my creative stuff, I just smoke before. And then it's like, I'd be locked in. It's like all these ideas come to my head. I'll be like, man, I got to do this concept, this concept. It's kind of like going through a manifestation process and right in front of you. Like I literally just be in there. I just be smoking everything I want to do just come to my mind. So then when the time is, it's time to execute, we can get that done. Cause we already thought about it. For sure. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely spend a lot of time, um, while I'm smoking, like thinking about things, like I'm constantly thinking my brain doesn't ever shut off, which is why also weed kind of helps is it kind of stabilizes my thought process in that way. Um, and so that I can kind of focus on things unless I smoke the wrong strain. And then I really get fucked over because then I can't even, (laughs) can't even think at all. So um there's definitely a fine balance to it but i definitely like incorporating it into my um into my creativity and into my process um so with that uh i know that you uh are a man behind the lens uh you like to take photos videos all of that stuff um how did you really get into it has it been something that you've always been kind of passionate about or is it something that you've picked up recently um well okay so the story behind me getting in, in behind the lens was um in high school i took a photography class my senior year um and the teacher she really was like super passionate about it like i still remember her name but i don't want to name drop baby but yeah she just was so passionate and i i really enjoyed the class um so then when i went to college I was just in college my freshman year, like any freshman, and just was, you know, partying and making sure I got my homework done. So then my sophomore year came and I'm just like, I'm like, man, what am I gonna do with my life? You know, like, I don't know if I could sit in the college and have the attention span to really sit there and do it. So I'm like, I gotta do something I love. So then I eventually just, you know, chose to go the, I'll say kinesthetic route and really get my hands dirty and build my networks. And that's kind of how I started. I bought my first camera out of Target. It was a bundle. Nice. Um, and then just went from there. I built my own concept and just went from there, really, and trusted myself. That was really what it was. I just trusted myself with it. But it's something that I truly love, and it helps me through my daily processes, for sure. That's what's up. Um, was music always involved in that, or did you have other types of subjects that you like to um, shoot before um, getting into music? So I've always loved music. Like music just always was something I was in my family. Like any old school music ranging from the Four Tops, the Spinners, the Luther Vandross, the Teddy Pendergrass, all the old schools, like that was really what I was listening to growing up. But when I first started photography, it was not about music. I really I really wanted to build an identity for letting the world know that it's okay to have models that look different. Um, and that was just really my push. So when I started working, I just started working with models, local models, helping them build their portfolios and just creating that connection to let them know that you can do it. That's really all I cared about. And, um, I just started like that. That's really how it really got into it. But the music came like maybe like, I'll say maybe a year and a half ago or something like that. I literally just came back from a trip and then I ended up getting a message about shooting content, um, over at brick and mortar. Um, shout out to Bird Management. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just got uh, a call. They wanted real to real quick. Explain to me what that is. 
So, well, brick and mortar music hall is in San Francisco. That's a venue mm-hmm. where a lot of shows go. And then Bird Management is a tour agency that I'm a part of um, out of San Francisco. Um, and my role there is I'm one of the head of medias there. And I do work closely as far as all our creative processes. Um, but we do work as a team. So it's not just me, but I am very proud of my team. So that's what we are. We Bird Management as a whole. Um, so, yeah, once I got the opportunity to shoot shows, that's kind of how I just built the music into it. Then it was like, okay, how can I help an artist promote? How can I do this? How can I do that? So that's where the music came from, really. Hell yeah. That's what's up, though. Uh, you got a dog? Uh, I do have a dog. But that's not <laughs> what kind of dog, dog do you have? <laughs> I do have uh, So I have, I really got four dogs. Oh, shit. Pit bull. Um, I got a pit bull. That's me and my brother's dog. Uh, and then I have me and my brother, and it's like the family dogs. We got two Yorkies, um, and then I have a Pomeranian too. That's so funny. Oh, <laughs> I'm around a lot of pit bulls, yeah. and then I'm I'm around like a Yorkie pom all the time at work. That's amazing. That is so funny. Yeah. Um, I love it. I don't mind that they're barking in the background. I was just curious to know. I was like, I hear man, dogs. Uh, to the dogs <laughs> big, big fan of dogs, man. If I could have dogs around me all the time, man. I would. Um, it just always makes man. my heart so warm. So um, sidetrack, but that's okay. <laughs> I rock with that. Uh, um, no, I, I'm somebody who's always um, been around music myself my whole life, really. It's it's incorporated into everything I do. And so I'm, I'm happy that I get to talk to people and like share their story now because I don't like, I don't make music. I'm not the best photographer or videographer, mostly just because I'm always so caught up in the moment that I can't like focus in on doing anything when I'm absorbing it. Um, so I'm glad that I get to share people's stories and how they do it. Um, and so, yeah, uh, so I'm, I'm stoked to see some of the work that you've done. Um, like I said previously before, um, when I was interviewing Tope, um, we were talking about the behind the beat segment. Um, and uh, you were worked with Tope on that. Um, talk to me a little mm-hmm. bit about uh, how you met Tope and then how you guys uh, started producing that. So Tope, man, that's that's one of my realest friends. I'm not gonna lie, that's one of my realest friends. Um, I met Tope, crazy story. So I met Tope on Twitter. <laughs> I messaged, I reached out to Tope personally, right? I seen his Twitter, I seen he was verified, and I'm just kind of like, okay, who is he? So I messaged him. I seen he was based in Oakland at the time, so I messaged him. I'm like, yo, you know, I want to help you build your content, you know, and I see that you got photos of yourself. Like, how can we connect? So then eventually we did a photo shoot um, for one of his homies' brands. He wanted me to work with him. And I was like our first time, like, really catching a vibe type. So then from there, he introduced me to one of his friends, uh, Pricey. And then we just kept working, kept working. So then Behind the Beat came about, I just went to Tove's house randomly. I just went to his house. I think we planned to just meet up and just talk about ideas. And then he was like, yo, like, we should you should record me like about how i made the beat and i'm like okay like let's try it so then we tried it and we was just like oh this coming out like we were just looking at the clips and it was just like i'm like wait we own to something like we both were just like let's just do it so then we was like it's just for the culture you know like to help people really understand what the song is and what it sound like maybe every sound 
Because I know me personally, I connect with sounds. So if I hear a cowbell on a song, it's going to remind me of like, you know, knocking the boots. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's always something like that. So that's the perspective that I took with it. But it turned into something great. Like I literally learned a lot of things about producing I never knew about. Um, yeah. And I'm glad that I did it with Tope. Honestly, I wouldn't have probably chose anybody else first. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm, a, first of all, a big fan of Tope's production. I think Tope just has such a dope ear. Um for certain sounds uh that it it always everything that he does usually always resonates with me so um getting that insight and being able to see the behind the scenes and like what's going on and and whatnot is definitely something that i've watched plenty of those um and i am super intrigued by that kind of stuff and not a lot of people are out here doing that you know i'm thankful that um, the way that TikTok has exploded and the way that these social media platforms have been able to like give that inside scoop into it. Um, but being able to do like a full blown production um, instead of just like small little like social media clips, you know, it, it's really the kind of intriguing content that, um, you know, people like myself who are deeply ingrained in music want to see and want to watch and shit. Like, I don't want to see these corny TikTok videos of people just dancing around to the music. Like, I I want to know more about the music, how it's made and like all of, and the story behind it and shit like that. Like, I don't know. I guess that's just me, though. I watch a lot of documentaries and I'm much more interested in like real life shit than, than a lot of like fiction and fantasy type stuff. But, um... Yeah, it's just a really cool perspective to be able to see. And so I'm glad that y'all got a link together and make that because it was definitely something um, that I think more people should explore, like those kind of routes of content and shit. So um, kudos, kudos on that. It really, really well done. Mm -hmm, Appreciate it. Appreciate the support. Um, And so now when you're creating stuff like that, um, or like shooting photos for models or shooting like live music. Um, what are you thinking behind the lens? Like when you're trying to like get the right framing or get, get the right shot, like what's your approach to that process and what, what do you, what's going on in your head when you're doing it? Man, I get this question a lot. That's crazy. But, um, I mean, I kind of told somebody already, I think it's like my secret sauce, but hey, I give it to the world because I don't mind, you know? But my perspective really when I'm shooting, like one thing I think I'll tell a lot of people is when I'm in a show or if I'm with an artist or anything as far as music or anything that I'm doing, I'm in a zone. So when you love something, you automatically connect with it when you do it. So a lot of the times when I'm doing the work, I'm already connected, so I'm locked in. But my perspective is if somebody wasn't here, how could I portray this to make them feel like they should have been here? That's my first thought. So it's like, if you see any of my work on Instagram or anything I do, it's always very perspective driven. I'm in the crowd or I'm right next to the artist. It has to be something that makes somebody want to go here, do it and be like, wow, I need to do this. I should have went like, so it was just, that's my mindset a hundred percent of the time. Like, unless like I just have good chemistry with the artist, then now I'm like, how can I expose this artist better to their fans? Should I laugh with them? Should I crack jokes with them? Like, how do you bring that out of them? Like, so it's a lot of different perspectives that I take when I shoot. And it's different for every situation, but at least a lot of the times, the fact that I do connect with it and I already love it, it just makes it easy for me to think about how would other people feel if they was in my shoes? How can I show them what's going on without really, you know, telling them that type of thing? Yeah. 
that's real though. Uh, that's what um, a lot of people talk about is that that flow state. You know, once you really get tap into it and you're in your element doing something that you are really passionate about. You know, sometimes there's not even a way to describe it. It's like the energies all just align up in a way that you were meant to be doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get that way um, yeah. when I when I write when I'm like uh, like reviewing an album or something and I'm like knee deep I've listened to the album like three times on a loop and I'm like in the moment just writing sometimes I hit that moment where like I don't even have to think about it and then all of a sudden you know after like 10 15 minutes I've written like 600 words or something like that that just like naturally came out of me um, and so it, it I am understand that feeling as a creative and just making things or trying to capture something capture the essence of something right I've written a lot of like live show reviews and trying to capture that in a photo is super difficult and it's just as difficult I feel like to try and capture it in the right words to produce that FOMO feeling you know what I mean like you're trying to get people to wish that they were there and that they had it gone. So um, it's a, it's a very tricky thing and that's what your secret sauce is and how you can get it to happen. Um, But, but much respect um, for having that, even just that, that behind um, like anything behind your head when you're doing it, you know, I know some photographers that they're like, well, I don't know. I just point and click. And when the lighting seems right, it, it's just right. You know what I mean? Like sometimes there's not a lot of passion behind it because a lot of these um, professions and a lot of these um, mediums of creating and these disciplines like are becoming trendy and they're becoming like that thing to do. And so some of that is wading through some of those people to find the passionate ones like yourself and whatnot. So um, it's a very important piece, I feel like, especially in the music ecosystem, is having the person that captures it in that way. And so anytime there's anybody that is capturing it, whether it be a photographer, a videographer, or a writer like myself, I'm like all about it. <laughs> so it goes to you. And I'm, I'm happy to connect with another person like yourself. Man, I definitely I appreciate that. <laughs> of course, yes. Um, so let's talk about a few other people um, that you've worked with. I saw that um, you worked with Ozer on some stuff. Um, I think it was the Paradise video that I saw when I was digging through your Instagram yeah. earlier. Um, shout the fuck out to Ozer, though. Um, I am a Man. huge, <laughs> huge fan. Um, he came up on my Spotify uh, at some point in the algorithm. I think it was on like a daily mix or something like that. Um, I can't even remember what it was. I think it might have been Gravy or Blow My High one of those songs I think it was that came up and I was like, man, who the fuck is this? <laughs> um, so it was cool to see that you would work with him because I'm, I'm a very big fan. Uh, how did that connection come about? So Ozer, uh, oh, so Ozer, I found out about him through, uh, one of my good friends, one of my close people, um, the manager of our tour agency, Gerald. Um, I started just seeing his name. But he's also associated with one of my good friends, um, one of my good friends I met in college. So then when I seen him, oh, I had heard the, I had heard, of, I heard about him dropping a song, and I'm just like, what is the song? What is the song? So then I just hit him up, and I'm like, yo, like, 
I know such and such, you know, I'm here, da, da, da. so I pulled up to the video shoot for Paradise. He's like, yo, let's let's get some behind the scenes. I said, okay, cool. So I came, I did some behind the scenes, which is the video that's on my Instagram. And then from there, it was just organic. Like, it's like, it's pretty easy once you know, you know similar people, because then it's like, okay, if you go with this person, then I know I'm good in your hands type thing. So once yeah. we did that, it's just always been good. So, and then, like I said, we're involved with the same people most of the time. So it's always love for sure, but he's definitely talented. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, so who are some of the other artists that you rock with that you maybe listen personally uh, to or that you just rock with because you like the way that they're moving? Man, that's a good question. I've been waiting for the day to answer this. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, tell me. Uh, so, <laughs> man, so some artists that, you know, I, I mess with. Um, okay, so let's start local. Uh, I mess with... Uh, 10 piece tone. Uh, I mess with Boss Life Spence. Um, they out of Richmond. I mess with, I'm close with the uh, Cash Register crew. Uh, I'm close with Music Wise Pop. It for, uh, actually, it's G Pop. There you go, G Pop. Um, who else do I mess with? Um, of course, you know, Neff the Pharaoh. I mess with La Russell Tough. Shout out to La Russell. I love La Russell. Um, <laughs> nice vibe is just amazing. So oh I my God! Yes, absolutely. Everything that he uh, says too, it's just it's motivating, really. Yeah. Literally. Um, then if we stepping out the bay, because I mean I listen to a lot of bay people I support. Um, I listen to a lot. So of bay. out the bay, I'm listening. Literally. So outside the bay, I'm listening to a lot of Detroit music. Um, okay. Peasy, Rio, G, Baby Tron. Um, I can go on with that list, and then we got uh also listen to like Blue. His name was Young Blue, but now it's just Blue. Yeah. Um, Brad Fites. Um, who else on my playlist is man? I'll be listening a little bit of everybody, like Vez yeah. from Detroit. You rock the Cool Kids at um, all? Listen- you say who? The Cool Kids. I heard of them. Oh shit! Like probably- you need to go listen to the Cool they Kids. They probably hard if you tell me. They probably hard. <laughs> I love. But the I cool have, kids. I've heard the name, but I haven't heard yeah. no music. I don't think I don't think I've heard no music, but I listen okay, to a little bit of everything. A, they got a recent album stuff. called "Before Shit Got Weird," and you should go listen to it. Before shit got weird, okay? Yeah, sure. it's great. It's phenomenal. Yeah. I have been a Cool Kids fan since two thousand seven, two thousand eight ish, when they were on MySpace. Dog, like it's been a long ass time for me. But oh, um, man, because then they what song did they drop that went like viral during the Jerkin era? I know they dropped the song during the journey. Uh, right? So 88's a really big one. And then um, they have the song with Lil Wayne uh, that I can't remember what the actual name of the song is. And it's going to bother me. Yeah. But they had a lot of good joints back in the day. Um, I still. Yeah, yeah. That's when I heard of them. But yeah, yeah. Cool Kids. Yeah. They're fire. Their new shit, too, is so, so good. They put out a triple album. Um, Before Shit Got Weird was their collab album. And then they each did, Mikey Rocks did a solo, and then Chuck did a solo as well. And they put it out as a one, two, three triple play. It was beautiful. Okay. Spectacular. Um, yeah, I, I biggest fan of them. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, oh, shit. Um, so yeah, that's a pretty fucking stellar roster of people though, to be listening to, um, half the big ones that you listen to, uh, I am not aware of, so I'm gonna need some links. 
and I'm going to need to find out who they sure. are. <laughs> no, definitely no. I could definitely send you that. For sure. Because um, that was one of my favorite things, too, about some of these, like, photographers and shit, um, especially, like, out here on a local tip. I ask them all the time, like, who, who they've been out to see recently. Like, who are they shooting? Like, what shows interest them to go see, you know? Um, because I feel like if the photographer rocks with it and they want to go shoot the show, then it better be a good ass show to see. <laughs> so I was nah, like, no, nah, seriously, that's how it be. No, nah, literally, that's how it be. I mean, a lot of the time, surprisingly, like some of the artists I find out about before I shoot them, but like some I found out on the spot. Like I met them as a person and then listened to their music. You know, like the only yeah. artist that I really had a real, yeah. genuine, genuine experience with. That like resonated with me was Young Bari. Uh, when I first met Young Bari, we shot, and it didn't go as I thought. And then we came back. I did a show, and then he loved it. So then I'm like, okay, cool. And then from there, it was very organic, real family. Like that resonated with me because I was a kid singing his songs, rapping every lyric. I still do. I'm a grown man. While I was shooting the video, I was rapping the lyric. You just can't hear it. So it just like you know, it's just one of those experiences. So it's like. When I do hear the music, you know, I become a fan. That's why I tell everybody when I create it or whatever it is that I work on visually, I'm not only a creative, I'm a fan. So it's a different perspective every time. Like you could be like, wow, he executed this amazing, but I could tell that he really loved the music. Like that's how I am with it. Yeah. Have you ever had a, a shoot where, like, obviously you were just talking about one that didn't go so well, um, but have you ever had a shoot where you like, had to stop in the middle of it and like not finish it? Uh, no, I've never had a situation like that uh, where I stopped the shoot. Uh, a lot of the times, if I did have a feeling that it was like uncomfortable, I'm the type of person to kind of back off. Like, not like all the way, but like, I give you space. Like if I know it's not flowing right or it's just not a good vibe right now, I'll back off. Like I'll step back and just become a regular dude. Like we could talk and all this stuff, but like, yeah. I understand and I tell people sometimes there's boundaries. Sometimes people don't have to say anything. You can kind of feel it. You know, you can kind of tell. Like, And I respect that because I know if I was in the zone and somebody was trying to bother me or if I was doing something and I didn't really want to have whatever's going on, I'm going to respectfully tell you, you know, just not right now. So it's like I understand you know, that type of perspective when it comes to stuff like that. Totally. Um, and I think that's a really important part that not a lot of people – I mean, people talk about it, but – not a lot of emphasis, I should say, is put on um, the way that you carry yourself and the way that um, you interact with people. And one of the like one of the most important classes I think that I ever took in college, um, even though I have kind of like a rocky relationship with college, I actually dropped out after I dropped out of high school, then dropped out of college pretty great um, story that I have there. <laughs> but while I was there, I feel like I took all the important classes that I needed to take to succeed. I was studying graphic design there um, and I had to take an interpersonal communications class. And I feel like that was one of the most important things for me because it helped me learn um, how to read people's body language and how to read those, um, you know, those silent um physical kind of things that they're doing to and that has helped me navigate a lot of those situations that where it could get awkward but if you don't have to say anything and you can just recognize that I think that's super powerful to be able to be um, known as somebody comfortable to work with even if it was like a really awkward like instance in that aspect 
being respectful of it and like backing off, like, you know, that person could go on to say, oh no, for sure. Like, even though it was weird, like it, he was respectful enough. And like, I would recommend working with him because it's a comfortable environment. Um, and so I feel like people's um, just communication and the way that they interact with people is really important, especially if you're like capturing intimate moments on, on film or, you know, uh, in a photo and stuff like that's just a very deep intimate moment. So I feel like personality and the way that you act and the way that you approach those things is super important. So um, it's dope to just to hear that because um, we hear so many stories of um, the opposite treatment <laughs> from photographers in, <laughs> and shit in the industry. No, definitely. I agree with yeah, I agree yeah. with you. I mean, I tell everybody, you know, everybody I've worked with, I mean, you could go ask wherever you want that I work with, um, especially, you know, my female clientele. Like, I really make it, you know, obvious that, like, respect and safety is two of the most important things when it comes to doing this type of business. Like, I do understand that, you know, there's things that people are uncomfortable with. There's things that people are comfortable with. There are things that I have to stand on as a male, you know, creative, especially working with female clientele. I make sure that safety is the first thing. I'm like, oh, do you come with someone else? Okay, if you are coming along, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna show up early, so when you do get there, everything is safe, everything is good. You know, like I just make sure I take the right precautions to make sure that the creative space is the safest space, and you can create the best way you can. So that's very important to me. Before anything, it's not only about the work; it's definitely about your health and all that other stuff too. That's important. Without that, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. So, big, 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 big facts. Like the biggest of all of the facts in the fucking world. Um, without your health and safety, like how are you supposed to do anything to the best that you can possibly do it? You know, you can't. Amen. You just can't. Uh, no matter what anybody right. says, um, I don't think it's possible when you have something like that stopping you and impeding you from even the smallest of things. You know what I mean? So it's super. Right. Super important. Moment Definitely. of silence. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, I, again, I really appreciate that. And I'm such a big supporter of anybody who is, um, you know, respectful and supportive in that way, especially knowing the history of um, the entertainment industry. So, um, yeah. Anywho's moving along now off of topics like that. Um, I also saw on your Instagram um, something about being a Guayaki ambassador. <laughs> Is that Man. for real? For real? You are ambassador for fucking Guayaki? Yes, that is a real thing. Um, it really just recently just happened. Like it literally just happened. It was just super recent. Um, Literally, like last week, it was probably like a week ago, two weeks ago. Oh, shit. Um, I really just, I really started drinking, like, you know, the yerbas, like not too mm -hmm. long ago, a few months ago, six months ago, mm -hmm. or something like that. And I was really just trying to find a drink that, like, you know, balanced out, you know, because when you drink Red Bull, you know, you get that, that draining at the end. And then, yep. you know, Monster and all that other stuff, if you know your facts, then you know it. But when I tried the yerba, I was just like, man, this is amazing. And then I tried it during like my creative process, just as a drink to have and stuff like that. And it just fit perfect. Like it doesn't make me feel no different than I already feel. So it's just kind of like that kickstart. So it was like, I was like, okay, if I'm gonna drink these all the time, I need to create a way that 
you know, people that do work for them can connect with people like me and like yourself. So I'm like, they got to come directly to the source. So it's somebody that's actually doing these things, that's actually connecting with the people. So I just took the step further to try to figure out the info. Um, one of my close friends, he gave me some info like early in the month, but eventually it just came around and I just took the opportunity. I'm not going to lie, I just took the opportunity. So, so. sick. It's so funny. I've had uh, my own journey with caffeine um, and different types of drinks and stuff. Like when I was younger, it was all energy drinks and like monsters and Red Bulls and shit like that. Um, and I, then I was a barista for a while. And I mean, I drank like fucking four or five shots of coffee a day, like with a couple of drips in the morning kind of a thing. Like I was like cracked out on coffee all the time. Um, and it's so acidic that it was like causing like stomach issues for me. And so I really had to make the switch. And now it's been a year and a half since I've had any coffee. And it's all been um, like a fuck ton of yerba mate. I've drank pallets <laughs> of goyaki, I swear, over the year and a half now. Um, and chai tea. Those are like my two my two vices now uh, is chai tea and uh yerba mate so i saw that and i was like damn that's the move because i know so many people up here who have switched over to drinking guayaki like it's ridiculous uh there's there's a whole army of people of creatives in particular because it just gets you and especially the enlightenment flavor that is one of my like favorites um because it gets you just like you just feel good <laughs> and it feels good. It feels so nice. I don't know how many long nights I I wouldn't have been able to make it through had I not had um guayaki by my side so shout out shout out guayaki and everything that they do man shout out to guayaki I like y'all man <laughs> we got a lot of big stuff coming soon. <laughs> yeah that's exciting partnerships and shit like that though like are i feel like so um especially the right kinds of partnerships are so important um for bringing together communities and shit like that obviously guayaki is a pretty big one um but um there's a lot of other partnerships that i see a lot of people doing and shit um that really just brings conversations to light um Especially like the one that we just had about different types of caffeine and how they're bad for you and how, you know, this is a better way to go and to be healthier and whatnot. And I just, I love seeing people have these conversations and, um, and promote shit like that. So more props to you on that one. Um, big, big, big fan of the healthy lifestyle and, um, for as much weed as I smoke all the time. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not like a lazy stoner eating Doritos and I'd eat Doritos. Man. That's not true at all. I eat Doritos, but not all the time. You know, it's, <laughs> I'm not eating fast food all the time and just laying in bed playing video games 24 seven. So, um, it's about, you know, smoking a bunch of weed and living a healthy lifestyle as a creative. I think it makes Man. you uh, better that way. So, you know, maybe not the weed, Definitely. but the healthy lifestyle. Not everybody can smoke as much weed as I do. That's for damn sure. So um, I am a little uh, chiefed off that blunt, though. That was a really good blunt. Um, I enjoyed uh, the flavor of it in particular. I was really hoping for. Now, it could have definitely had a little bit more of the nutty flavor that I get from the peanut butter crunch for Fire Bros. But um, 
it was it was a damn good blunt. It was very uh, resonancy at the end of it, though. So um, my lips feel a little sticky. Not usually my favorite thing, but um, at least I know it was pretty, pretty chirpy. So, um, so yeah, it was uh, so good blunt and I'm toasted, so. <laughs> <laughs> which is always fun. Um, I love it. Uh, I'm going to pop in and see um, somebody saying hi. A uh, big shout out from Pittsburgh, um, Eric Asher. Shout out you. A um, couple of people in our chat, I guess. So um, just checking in on that. Hey. <laughs> uh, so what's are, next man. for you? <laughs> what do you man, have in question. the works <laughs> coming up? Man, so as of now, I've been really like just trying to really do the branding stuff, the like the behind the scenes work. Um, really just trying to, you know, bring something different to the culture. I feel like um, branding and the, and the way you do it is very important. Um, it's not always, you know, go time where you got to press green on everything. But I always try to, like, you know, think about it and really make it to where the people could feel it, where it really means something. And it might be terrible, you know, because I tell people I starve people with the content. I don't really post too consistent. I try to, but sometimes the stuff that I shoot, it means so much to me. And when I edit it, I'll be like, man, this is fire. But Sometimes I just be wanting to hold on to it. But yeah. I mean, next, I really, I'm trying to work. This is the first time I'm saying this. So I'm saying it on the first podcast interview, but I'm trying to work on um, this big project I want to do for myself and for the people. Um, and it's going to be a photo exhibit, um, but I want to do it in capsules. So I kind of want to do more than one. And they're all going to have some type of perspective and meaning behind every photo and every concept I do. Um, so that is the next thing. And then, uh, Besides that, I'm really just trying to, you know, show love to the people and let people know that, you know, we need to network. We got to connect. We got everything we need right here. Um, so it's not a problem to get somebody Instagram and reach out to people and tell people what you want to learn from them. So I'm really just trying to be the prime example of that and just help people connect the dots to stuff that they haven't found out about. Um, oh, yeah. So that's really my plan. That's really the plan. So however I do that, you know, I look forward to it. That's what's up. Yeah, that's a big thing that what we do at Respect My Region is we like to bridge the gaps. We like to connect people to other people that we think they may work well with or just might be like a good connection to have, you know, a good friend to have even or a good supporter to have in your corner. So um, I think that honestly is also one way that the world is going to heal a little bit more is if more people connect and more people like get together and do community events or um, even just like meetups in the community and just hanging out with a bunch of other like creatives and people like yourself. I think those are important things to do. So um, continue to do that. Um, where can people go though to connect with you? Uh, well, as of right now, I had a website up, but I'm working on it because I'm updating it with new stuff, um, with a lot of new stuff. Um, and then, but as of now, you can definitely follow me on Instagram. Um, it is on the screen, but I definitely spell it out for you. It's definitely double the word double, but the O is a zero. And then you got OH like O, but the O is a zero. So it's double O. Um, that's Instagram. Twitter is exactly the same. <laughs> and, then, um, yeah, you can also subscribe to my YouTube. That's also double O, um, but that's actually spelled the correct way. So <laughs> don't worry about that. That's what the and then uh, yeah. Other than that, I mean, that's where I'm at now. But until then, 
it'll definitely be a website coming soon and a lot of other things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, follow him. Look forward to that. And my last question, and I think this is the most important one that I've ever thought of and that I it's a burning question that I need to know. Um, did you play 007 on the N64? I did. <laughs> I did. I did. For sure. <laughs> for sure. That's a good question. That's a good one. I like that one. I did. <laughs> yes. Sure. I used to play fucking Goldeneye with my brothers all the time when I was younger. And I always got blown the fuck yeah. up. And I always died all the time. <laughs> and I swear to God, my older brothers cheated all the time. And uh, I still have that game to this day. It is sitting over on my coffee table with the rest of my N64 shit. Um, and it's, it's one of my, one of my favorite memories, even though, um, I'm terrible at it. And I actually played it not that long ago. And I cannot believe that we used to be like incredibly good with those kind of physics in the game because like the joysticks like flinging shit everywhere. And it was so difficult compared to shit like Call of Duty or like Battlefront, like everything, like all the first persons nowadays are so much better than that shit but damn if that those weren't some of the best memories <laughs> yeah, it definitely was definitely was i mean yeah i mean that's crazy that you had said that because i thought it was gonna tie into the name because that's hilarious i just had someone say that earlier but that's yeah. so funny <laughs> yeah as soon as i yeah, see that's double o that's all i think about is double o seven come on that's like i live everyone says that like everyone says that and i mean that's a great thing though i like that because all the movies is fire too so i do like that i mean the name really yeah the name kind of came out of nowhere though so i can't really say like it came from the game because it didn't it didn't even come from my mind to be honest with you at first um it was really just one of my friends he was just he said something he was like grab this for me double o that's all he said and I'm like, why'd you call me that? Like, that was my first question. Like, why you call me that? And he like, you just be everywhere. Like, you like an agent, bro. You just be everywhere. And I'm like, okay. So, like, I just took it from, like, it's a friend thing. Like, I didn't know everybody was going to pick up on it. But eventually, like, I just was like, for Brandon, it might be dope. So, I was like, double O. I'm like, what would people think if they seen that? So, then I'm like, what would my work look like? So, then I'm like, if someone seen my work, anything, it could be anything, they would have to look twice. They'll be like, oh, that's fire. Like, I was like, so it's based off the reaction. So that's where the perspective come from in the name. But definitely double over everything. That's, <laughs> sick. that's actually a dope yeah, little backstory sure. to it. You know, uh, I'm so glad yeah. that I brought it up and got to hear that because that's really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, definitely. Well, I mean, everyone, everyone I've met so far, they like the name. They're like, but that's dope. I'm like, man. So once I explain it, they're like, man, now I really see it. Like, and I'm like, yeah. You know, I, I try to really make it uh, relative to other people, you know, and then make it to where it's like, okay, you see my work. It's like, you can't, you can know that's my work. Like, you have to be like, yeah, that's double O work. Like, I had to look twice. It looked fire. Like, I had to. That's where the yeah, name yeah. really is. So, Well, sick. Definitely. Years from now, people would be like, oh, yep, that's that, that's that double O style. And people, you're going to yeah, have sir. cats copying you after a while, trying to be the next James Bond. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. I, I mean, hey, I'm here to show you that it's possible. That's what I'm here for. I'm showing everybody it's possible, you know. And however you choose to, you know, use the style, use it in a unique way. I can't wait to see what people come up with for sure. Hell so, yeah. I, that's my perspective on it for sure.
That's what's up. <laughs> I'm so glad that we got that backstory. Uh, I think that is a, a great way uh, to wrap all of this up and end it off. Um, but I want to open the floor to you real quick just to see if you have any like last minute thoughts, last minute things that you want to leave the people with or anything just to round out um, this wonderful conversation. Man, so uh, I, I probably got two things. Uh, three. I'll say three. So I'll say three. They're important. So the first one, you know, shout out to anybody and everybody that do support and that chose to work with me so far. I do appreciate you guys for trusting my vision. It does take a lot for me to really be vulnerable with my work, but I'm happy that I did it with the people that I have done it with so far, and I look forward to who I will do it with next. Um, and then my next thing will probably be um, my next thing is just you know, shout out to the people who really believe, man. I'll say separate the real from the fake. That's all I would say. I'm not going to go into detail. But you got to believe in you. <laughs> hey, look, look, go read the bio, man. You got to believe in you, but you can always be you. It's okay to be you, you know? And then the third thing, um, it'll be if I had to tell anybody and give anybody advice, I would say, you know, like she said, you got to believe in yourself. You got to be you, you know? It's okay to be you. It's okay to be scared, but take that chance on yourself. Don't let people dim your life for anything in the world. I promise you. That feeling that you feel, that means you're going to win. You just take that chance. I promise. It's going to work. Such a beautiful sentiment uh, to wrap things up on. Um, and I rock with that so much. I'm a big giver of of advice and support to everybody. Um, and I will be supporting you and your work from now on, um, since I got to connect with you and shout out Tope, um, for making this connection as well. Um, I've known Tope for a long time and he's always been super, super solid. Um, so I'm always interested to see who he's rocking with and it was great to be able to ch chat and, uh, talk with you and get to know your inner workings as well. So next time I'm down in the Bay, uh, it's going to be a party for sure. Cause I got a lot of people that I need to link up with when I'm down there. Um, so I will definitely, hopefully be able to link with you in the future in person. Cause I think it would be sick. Uh, and we need to blow a blunt for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, off the dribble. Seriously. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I look all the things oh, yeah. that uh, we do for sure. For sure. Uh, and I appreciate everybody who tuned in, who chimed into our chat this time around as well. There was a few comments in there. We appreciate y'all. Um, and uh, I will be know. back next week uh, with another one. Um, same day, not the same time ever because I can't keep a consistent time to save my life. Um, but Saturday afternoon, sometime next week, um, I will be live again uh, with another guest who I'm blanking on who my next guest is next week. So it'll be a surprise for both of us. Um, <laughs> but tune in as always and go subscribe to the Respect My Region YouTube as well because um, you can watch all of the episodes back on um, our YouTube as well as all of our other podcasts and shows and videos and shit that we put putting out. 
um, we got thousands of videos out there for you to dig through. So um, go check it out and see what we have in store. So, um, and then go follow Double O and go look through all of his videos and shit that he be doing. So uh, you have plenty of time in your hands, I'm sure, to go do all of that. So um, stay home on a Saturday night. Don't go out with your friends. That sounds boring. <laughs> go watch videos on YouTube. <laughs> Save your money, man. <laughs> you know, um, and maybe don't take my advice on everything that I say to do. So um, I'm high a lot of the times so and just say random shit. So uh, appreciate y'all anyways for tuning in with me every week. Taylor Hart on Blend Talk on Respect My Region. So we'll catch y'all uh, next week. See ya.